0: Hello and welcome to the Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Brie James.
1: Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mag Parents podcast. The podcast for parents who agree that hearing your toddler say, "Uh uh-oh, from another room is much more effective than going to the gym, gives you a heart rate, you know, really good spruce up. Uh, I'm Bree James and today we're talking about the most wonderful time of year, NAPLAN season. Yes, The time of year when every child in year three and year five fears what the test will behold, but why does that NAPLAN test have so much stress around it? We're going to dive deep on that today and find out why and how we can navigate it if you've got a child in year three or year five. And make sure you stay tuned for our weird, wacky and wonderful segment as we found a car rental company that lets your little ones color the inside of the car. And no, I don't mean use a coloring book inside the car. I mean they can literally color the inside of your car. Yeah, you don't want to miss that one. Sounds super cool. Uh, We've also got a great tip this week that'll especially help those stuck together Lego pieces and so much more. So let's get into today's show. Did you know that one in three Australian students find tests like the NAPLAN the most stressful part of school? Despite this, however, one third keep test nerves to themselves and less than 10% confess their nerves to their teacher. So how can we as parents reduce these nerves? and, you know, find out what creates this stress to begin with. Today's guest will answer just that and more. So she's developed an innovative teaching and learning system for an international network of schools and a new school in Hong Kong. So this experience has given her a rare insight into what really works for learners of all ages. So let's welcome Dr. Selena Samuels onto Zoom to find out more.
0: It's time to get to class.
1: So why is it then important that children do NAPLAN? Because you know it's a bit stressful for parents and children in the lead up. But why is it so important that we're doing it?
2: Well, NAPLAN, which is something that people often forget, NAPLAN is a benchmarking test or set of benchmarking tests, which test numeracy and literacy skills that we as a country believe are useful for children to acquire at various stages of their education. So, uh, the fact that it's a national test, it's a benchmarking test, is really gives the federal government and each state government an opportunity to gain some insight into how kids are going. Uh, it gives teachers an opportunity to understand what what the skills of their students are and how to support them. And it gives parents that insight. So I think if we take away the other bits, which we'll talk about in a minute, and just see it as being a benchmarking opportunity, it would be difficult if we had no way of measuring those skills, those because those skills are fundamental to education and to the future and to employment. So it is important to understand how they're going. And I'd say one step further, it's really important that we actually teach those skills to students. So we do need to give kids numeracy and literacy skills. We can't assume that they're going to require them without some kind of measurement.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. But why do you think it causes so much stress then on our children and lead-in? Because I know that there's a lot of practice, because um, obviously yeah. schools—it's uh, a benchmark for the schools as well to see how well the kids are going. Yeah. So sometimes mm. there's a lot of pressure from. Well,
2: well, I think what you say is true, and I think the fact that the NAPLAN re- results have been used to benchmark schools and to create league tables has probably been one of the reasons that schools have got so anxious about it, and has potentially—I think—it's been quite a counterproductive use of the data to be honest um look for i think for kids there are probably a number of reasons why they get so stressed Well, so our study Chloe's survey we spoke to another, kids all across the country and one in three of the kids that we spoke to said that they found them nat plan the most stressful school experience they'd ever had now uh, yeah i know so our feeling is that there are probably a number of reasons the first thing is that just as I, I'm not sure that parents always know what NAPLINE is for, the students may not know what it's for. So it just seems like a scary test without understanding that they're not really being judged. It's not about judging them, it's about working out how to support them. So they may feel that it's going to have repercussions that it's not going to have. One thing that is problematic is that the test is um, administered in May. Results are generally not released until much later in the year. So for a lot of kids, they don't have that causal connection between doing the test and then getting the results. So when they get the results, it's not very meaningful for them. So they may not be able to understand, oh, I I did that, therefore that means something else. They may not actually see the connection. Um, They may be receiving the impression that NAPLAN is far more high stakes than it actually is. And it may be because the teachers themselves are worried because it leads to this sort of league table situation for the schools, So that may have, 60% of the kids we spoke to said that they felt that their teachers were nervous. Yes. So that may be being conveyed to the kids. So they're, they're just absorbing that anxiety without really understanding why. Um, and look, anecdotally, we here have found that a lot of parents are saying to us that NAPLAN results are being used for school entrance. Now, this is just anecdotal, but there does seem to be either if they're really being used or there is a perception that they will be used for admission to secondary school or to selective school streams. So it may be that they actually are being used. In, in yeah. ways that were not intended.
1: No, and they are being asked for when you, because my son's going to high school next year and he was, we did have to submit them and he missed the um he missed the test other than that plan oh, so um, That's interesting. Yeah, but they were asking for them. So I could only supply them with a year three one. So it is part of what some of these schools are wanting to see, to see if your child is, you know, above the average or on the average uh, of, of what they well, need to be.
2: If that's just in order to know how to support them, that's one thing. If it's because they won't get admitted without a certain level of achievement, that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. And so that does raise a question. Even if it's not being intended, used for that purpose, it does raise a question, I think, in the minds of many parents. And that increases the level
1: of anxiety. Because then, yeah, the poor child's got the pressure from the school, their teacher, and from their parents going, you need need to get a really great result so that you can get into a great school. Mm. That's
2: right. Whether or not that's actually the case, it may be less important than the perception that it is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because what can stress do to our children? Obviously, you know, having that sort of pressure can't be good for their, their mental health.
2: Well, um, I'm, I would say I'm not a psychologist, but mm. in my experience, um, probably the, the solution to stress is not necessarily to take the, the cause of that stress out of the picture. I think it's a natural tendency that parents have to protect their kids um, from stresses. But I would say that time is an opportunity in a way to help students learn how to manage stress. Because it's it's actually relatively low stakes. That is the reality of it. It's a useful snapshot, but it doesn't, it's not really going to have huge repercussions for their life, probably. And it's an opportunity to teach them how to manage the sorts of stresses that they are going to experience in their lives. Um, I think we have to recognise that if children never experience and learn how to manage stress when they're surrounded by loving parents and, and, and teachers who who care about them, um, and, and we leave it till their adulthood, we're not going to teach them those strategies. So I think it's really important that parents talk to kids about that stress. Yeah. Again, from our survey, most kids don't talk about the, the stress that they're feeling even though they're feeling it and we even found that the majority of parents were reluctant to mention the word plan' to their children for fear that it would increase the stress that the kids are feeling mm. so I, and I think that's possibly exacerbating the actually underlying stress.
1: This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, ten-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So how can parents then help their child if they're feeling stressed about NAPLAN or how can we help them prepare better for NAPLAN? Is it just a downplay yes. and just go, don't worry about it, it's just a test and well, it's no big deal or what should we be saying? I think,
2: I think sometimes downplaying people's anxiety doesn't make it go away. It just makes them feel foolish for feeling anxious so then they've got something else to feel anxious about. So I don't think we necessarily want to downplay it, although we certainly don't want to say it's really important. Um, it's better to talk about it. Um, the best way, of course, to talk about things that might be sensitive with children is to do it shoulder to shoulder rather than face to face. So don't fix them with your eyes and say, how do you feel about NAPLAN? Because they probably will say, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm really fine. It's better to sort of slip it casually into a conversation when you're driving. Driving is a great one, of course, shoulder to shoulder, not looking at them. Or when you're doing something else, uh, raise a question of NAPPAN, and, and rather than it, it's best just to ask, so how, how, how are you feeling about NAPPAN? Or are your friends very stressed about NAPPAN? Because that will give them an opportunity to talk about their own anxiety under cover of talking about their friends. So it's really just asking. And the important thing is not to, to just say that's silly to be stressed, um, because it's never a good idea to tell children that the things that are important to them are silly. It's important to perhaps to say if you're worried about what do you think you should do to cope with that anxiety? Um, I think it's a really good idea to be vulnerable as parents and to confess that there are things that make you stressed and talk about what you do in order to minimise the anxiety. Um, and that's teaching them strategies going forward. That plan is one example of things that are, will happen to them that will make them anxious. And we may as adults think it's really not worthy of any kind of particular concern. But if they're feeling concerned, we need to show them how to manage it. That in the end is going to be more useful long term than merely protecting them or saying, well, they shouldn't do now because it makes them anxious. Because actually they sometimes have to face these fears, uh, use strategies to overcome the fear. And when it's passed, they may well feel more resilient because they overcame their anxiety and it wasn't that scary actually. So maybe being frightened of things, you don't need to be so frightened. You mean, you know what I mean? Because if you keep them home, they're only going to think it's really scary. You're only yeah. going to increase the anxiety Absolutely. That attaches to that.
1: No, that's fantastic advice. Thank you. So do you have any, uh, I'm sure you've got heaps more advice for us. What about some resources <laughs> uh, to help us with this sort of time if kids are struggling a little
2: Absolutely. bit? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Look, my, my sense is one of the reasons that kids are anxious about NAPLANs is partly because, yes, they may feel that they, they don't have the skills, but actually it's because they've never, perhaps never done a, a test of time before. So they've never actually had to sit there and time is, is a matter of grave importance, particularly uh, the year three students. And because the NAPLAN test structure of the questions is quite particular, quite unique, the actual format of the test is quite particular. And they may never have encountered it before. So I would say one thing to do is to familiarise them, so to get them familiar with the test. A lot of schools do that, but it's not just about giving them lots of opportunities to do practice papers. What we find is that it's not just about seeing the test and trying the questions, but it's about receiving feedback on what they've done. And it's that targeted feedback from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Which really will help them to understand how to tackle the questions. Because that's probably what they're worried about. They're not sure how to tackle the questions, and it's important to give them that kind of support. Um, one thing we see, even though NAPLAN is standardised, not all children get standardised support. So we're also hearing from kids that a large number of them are feeling that they're not being properly prepared at school. And yet 70% of them say that preparation is helpful. So I, I don't think that nap plan preparation increases stress. I think it dispels stress. So it, it's probably better for them to have some understanding of what this will look like, the sorts of skills that they're going to need to demonstrate and to build a bit of confidence that they're actually going to be able to manage it. Now, if you've got a very, very anxious child and you really feel that there's a concern, of course, I think that the first port of call should be your GP um, and certainly talk to the teacher's at school because there is a difference between being a bit nervous about NAPLAN and being truly, truly clinically anxious and we don't want to minimize the significance of that. But for most kids it will be and they will probably find that if, if their teacher is not preparing them then there are sources online, resources online and of course there are opportunities, tutoring companies like Chloe who will help. Most importantly talk the student through the process of preparation, how to tackle the questions, and give them feedback about those skills that they might want to focus on um, and those which they really don't need to focus on too much.
1: Mm, I love it. You've given us some fantastic advice today. Thank you so much. Uh, You're very
2: welcome.
1: uh, And chloelearning.com.au is a great resource to check out as well. But thank you so much for being on the show today.
2: You're very welcome, Bree. Have a lovely day.
0: The weird, the wacky, and the wonderful in the world of parenting. So
1: American car rental company Hertz has developed a prototype of a unique rental car. So the inside of the vehicle is like one big colouring book, printed with colouring book designs such as animals, flowers, and of course, cars. So the designs can be coloured in and wiped clean for the next rental. And Hertz hopes this will keep children entertained on the long drives And prevent the dreaded, are we there yet, for parents traveling with kids. I love it. What an incredible idea. Number two, uh, Heston Q system connects app-based recipes with a stove and pans. So it ensures that instructions are followed together with accurate timings and heating requirements. So the system uses a smartphone-based app connecting the burner via Bluetooth. So we're going to have an app-controlled cooking system. It's called the Heston Q system. Wow. Wow. We're so close to not having to cook at home. How cool is that? So this one's a fact around tooth fairy tradition. So in Australia and many other countries, it's common for children to put their baby teeth under their pillow in a hope that the tooth fairy will pay them a visit. However, in countries such as Korea, Vietnam and India, children throw their tooth onto the roof or into their backyard. The children then wish that their tooth will become that of a mouse because mice keep their teeth their whole life. So there you go. How cool is that?
0: If you're loving the Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge.
1: All right. Give it a go challenge. I want you to start a book club. So I want you to get some friends and family together and start a book club. So decide what you're going to read and meet again in a week or a few weeks time and chat about what you've discovered. So you can even reach out to parenting groups on Facebook for anyone else who may like to join and you might even make some friends along the way. So there you go. Start a book club. You'll love it.
0: Pack Mag's tip of the week. WD-40
1: is the go-to product for silencing squeaks in the home, and it's a must-have in every household. However, it has many more uses that you may not know about. For instance, you can use it to unstick chewing gum, scrub stains from stainless steel sinks, soften leather, take apart stuck Legos, and remove gluey residue from price tags. So there you have it, WD-40. It's a woman's best friend besides cable ties. Love it.
0: It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show?
1: So we learnt lots about NAPLAN today. So one of the reasons schools have gotten so anxious about the NAPLAN is that it is a test that ranks schools based on the results. So this stress and competitiveness is then placed on our children to do well so that the school ranking isn't brought down. So that's where the stress is coming from. Another common reason that creates stress around the NAPLAN is that most parents and kids don't understand what this test is for. So it becomes this unknown test. So the NAPLAN test isn't made to judge each child's ability, but to find out ways to support each child through their learning. NAPLAN results are sadly being used as an entrance into other schools. So children are becoming anxious over these tests as they, you know, do start to believe that if they don't go well on them, that they won't be accepted into the high school of their choice. And the last point was, ask your child about how they're feeling about the NAPLAN in a casual conversation. If you have a sit-down discussion and make it a huge deal, your child will most likely play down their feelings. So try asking how their friends feel about it to make your child feel comfortable about talking about this topic. So in the end, it's just a test uh, and the school will prep them as well as they can for it. So hopefully uh, they're feeling a lot more confident when it actually rolls around for them. Well, we've wrapped up another show. Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes. You can play all of our previous episodes at pacmag.com.au slash podcast or in your favorite podcasting app. A big thank you to Dr. Selena Samuels for her insights today and telling us a little bit why our children are getting stressed around NAPLAN uh, and a big thank you to Good Start Early Learning for your support too. Uh, until next time, happy parenting and don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.